Hi, and welcome to Colour Fit Chat number 26. Today, I'm delighted to have nutritionist Chris Lowe on the show. Chris is head of nutrition for Watts Rugby and he's the founder of Chris Lowe Nutrition, where he works with numerous athletes and the general public to achieve their nutrition and performance goals. In this show, Chris is going to concentrate on performance nutrition for rugby, and in particular, performance on match day. Chris just oozes knowledge and enthusiasm, which is why he has such a good reputation for getting results. He's packed in loads of actionable advice into such a short time frame. I absolutely loved watching his videos and I hope you will too. So when we think about fueling for an 80-minute game of rugby, we can't confine the fueling just to the pre-match meal. We need to be proactive in our approach and do a carbohydrate the day before. So this is a concept that many of you will be very familiar with. So the question I do get asked there is how many carbohydrates do I need 30 to 36 hours before I start playing? Well, we know first and foremost that a, an 80-minute game of rugby is going to deplete your collection stores by about 40%. And the whole idea from optimal performance is to start the game under high carbohydrate availability. So this is essentially your glycogen stores in the muscle nice and high. So the way we can achieve this is by having anywhere between 3 to 6 grams per kilogram of carbohydrates that you weigh. So this is 300 to 600 grams of carbohydrates if you are a 100 kilo rugby player. What's also been shown is that 6 grams per kilo is going to be far more consistent or give you far more consistent glycogen stores within the muscle when you go into that game. So your glycogen uh, load is very much dependent on as well the amount of minutes you play and your starting carbohydrate status. So if you've had a really hard training week or if you've been slightly reducing calories or carbohydrates uh, throughout the week, then we can assume that your starting carbohydrate status is low, where if you've had a really chill training week and had a lot of food and maybe been fueling some poor performance, we can assume that your starting carb stores will be quite high. But just to play on the safe side, I always recommend you go for the higher end just to make sure that you are starting in a very good position and if you are when you plan on playing for 10 minutes, if you're coming off the bench, but someone gets injured and you have to play 70 minutes, then you know that you have the carbohydrates within the muscle there to fuel performance. Now, the questions I do get asked are, how do I approach this? My uh, best approach is three meals and three snacks of carbohydrates, looking for about you know, 100 grams of carbohydrates in each serving, so not backloading all the carbohydrates at the end of the day because that's going to really blunt appetite and prevent you from getting everything in. So in this sense, we look for these high energy density foods like rice, pasta, oats, pancakes, bagels, and so on. When it comes to game day itself, there's too many things I look at. So first priority is essentially your carbohydrates and your fluid. The second priorities are for you to go into that game feeling light and tight, like I like to call it. So you shouldn't have anything really sitting in your gut and you shouldn't really feel overly heavy, bloated, lethargic and so on. So the way I love to do this is what I call the law of halves. So we start with our biggest meal furthest away and then we taper your portion sizes going into kickoff. So I use real simple 6-3, 1.5 hour rule. So we start with our biggest meal, six hours out, and then we cut the portion size by half and have that three hours out. And then we have an optional top-up carbohydrate snack about 1.5 hours out. So the whole idea of this is that we can get adequate carbohydrates before kickoff. But again, we haven't got anything really heavy sitting in our stomach 
where I see many players make this, um, just make a wrong kind of decision here. And they'd have like, say, a big spaghetti bolognese, like huge amounts of food volume, uh, about sort of three hours before kickoff. And they're complaining that they're going into a game, feel really heavy and a bit sick. So this is the complete opposite of what we want. We look for this light and tight. So the way I tend to do this is start um, six hours out for breakfast, something like overnight oats um, or porridge with toast and a few scrambled eggs. Then I look to go into my pre-match meal by 12 o'clock, so three hours pre-kickoff. And this can be really simple. Uh, something like chicken, pasta, and a Dolmio pasta sauce. Um, again, we want to really avoid having any red meat on game day, fat or high fiber foods, because that slows down gastric emptying, and therefore food is just gonna be sit sitting in your gut before we kick off. So these foods aren't going to support performance, so we could just pull them out of your diet before then. And then right before kickoff, a nice little optional carb top up. This is gonna be like a high energy density food again. This could be something like uh, it could be a banana, it could be some Haribo's. My personal favourite is a Rice Krispie Square, something like that, just to tie you over into the start of the game. Okay, so when game comes around, three things, carbohydrates, water, and electrolytes. This is very much in the form of an isotonic sports drink, because again, we just want to drip feed carbohydrates and food throughout the game. With regards to the first half, I know to 40 minutes, um, you know, we can only really deliver this when there's stoppages in play. So what I'd recommend whenever there's a stoppage in play, try and get an isotonic sports drink um, as opposed to just water. But if you can't uh, stomach an isotonic sports drink, Powerade, uh, Luxe Sports, etc., then get some water with an electrolyte tablet in. Then when it comes to half time, we're gonna have a more predicted opportunity to get carbohydrates in. So first thing I recommend is an energy gel as soon as you come in energy gel get it down you uh, and that's going to deliver about 25 grams of carbohydrates and then what i suggest then while you're having um, a review at half time is just sip on an isotonic sports drink again don't force feed it because it could uh, give you gastrointestinal distress and make you feel a bit sick and a bit nauseous which is not going to be very good um, but again if you can't stomach it grab a water with an electrolyte tab in if you're starting to switch off then um, one caffeine gum, about 100 milligrams, can help see you through the second half and really improve uh, mental clarity toward the back end of the game. And then when it comes to the second half, very similar way of thinking to the first half. Again, every option play, try and get a nice tonic sports drink on board. Um, there may be an opportunity perhaps towards between 60 and 70 minutes to get another energy gel in just to help maintain both physical and mental capacity. Um, so the whole idea is to try and maintain this uh, workout but throughout without any drops in performance. So when it comes to the supplementation side of things, first and foremost, we want your nutrition to do all the heavy lifting with regards to supporting optimal performance. So again, see your carbohydrates and your fluid intake. Once that's logged in and you're happy with your approach, then we can look at some supplements as, again, the icing on top of the cake. And there's three key ones I always look for. So first one is caffeine, about three to six milligrams of caffeine per kilogram that you weigh 60 minutes before kickoff. So we know this is going to increase your pain tolerance, decrease your perceived exertion, improve mental clarity and cognition. 
but we know that some people are more sensitive to caffeine than others. So you may want to start about one milligram per kilo and then work your way up because if you have too much caffeine, it can actually be a very ergolytic in nature. So this means that you can feel very um, irritable, nauseous, anxious, all that bad stuff. The second one I look at is 10 grams of creatine 90 minutes before kickoff. So this is for the individuals who have a poor night's sleep prior to kickoff, whether you just can't switch off, you have a young family and then you get disrupted sleep. What's been shown by having damaged caffeine within that proximity, it can uh, reverse some of the cognitive deficits associated with sleep deprivation. Uh, the next one we look at then is your beat it shots. So this is your nitrates. So once we take beat it shots uh, about 2.5 to three hours before kickoff, we know that's gonna have adequate time for this nitrate get to get converted to nitrite to nitric oxide. And then we know that's gonna dilate the blood vessels, more oxygen, more blood flow to the working muscles, and that's gonna delay fatigue and improve running performances. The last one then I would look at as very much like an optional extra um, is your extracellular buffers. So this is gonna be like your sodium bicarbonate. So if you're struggling with say lactate and acidity buildup within the muscle, um, then this can be a very beneficial supplement to um, use to uh, very much improve your high intensity repeated efforts. So when it actually comes to implementing these strategies, we never wanna try them on game day first, just because we don't know how they're gonna respond with you. So the whole idea is, you know, test, don't guess, try them out in training first. So it doesn't really matter too much if you have a bad training session because something didn't go quite right. It'd be awful if you have a bad game because we didn't have the opportunity to trial it in training first. So what we need to do to set this up is very much have a training session that replicates normal game day demands. I, if you're gonna trial uh, caffeine, you know, you're gonna trial before a pitch-based session with skill involved. You're not gonna try it before a gym session. So you have to have that level of familiarization in there. So what we need to look at as well is trying one thing in isolation. So perhaps um, week one, you just trial caffeine, see how that works. Perfect, move on to the next. Next week, you try a beta shot. The next week, something else. And then what we do then is try and do combinations and put things together to see how they work. Because most of the research would show that, yes, caffeine work, nitrates work, and so on. But they don't necessarily suggest how they would work together. And if you'd have any negative effects, i.e. gastrointestinal distress, bloating, etc. So we know these things to be very much ergolytic in nature also. And one of the things I look to trial as well, which we use um, during the game, is pickle juice. If you are susceptible to cramping, we know about one uh, milliliter per kilo of pickle juice. So again, about 100 ml for 100 kilo player um, can improve um, and basically just switch off uh, exercise-induced muscle cramps. So as you know, pickle juice is going to taste pretty awful and obviously you do not want to uh, vomit from it. So try it in training first to see if it actually sits with you. Uh, and if it does, then that could be another strategy and a tool in a toolbox come game day. Thanks to Chris there for a top show. We want to start building up carb stores around 36 hours before the match. Chris recommends three to six grams per kilogram body weight and edges towards six grams to be safe. So having three meals and three snacks with a carb bias should allow you to 
easily achieve this. The literature actually recommends eight grams per kilogram in team sports, but in practice, players rarely achieve this and still perform well. Your training load and general nutrition for the week should also influence your approach to carbs. On match day, we want to fuel and hydrate, but not feel heavy. And Chris's law of halves is a great way to do this. So have a big carb meal approximately six hours before, a moderate one three hours before, and a light snack around 90 minutes before the match. Avoid fatty and high fibre foods, as these are going to slow your gastric emptying. During the match, get two for one by drinking isotonic energy drinks during breaks and at half time. Energy gels and bananas are also popular at halftime. For supplements, Chris recommends caffeine at around three to six milligrams per kilogram, but build up from one gram, and especially if you don't drink coffee or are sensitive to caffeine. If I took six milligrams, my head would just explode. Nitrates three to six hours before can aid high intensity intermittent performance. And Chris also recommends bicarbonate and pickle juice, but this brings us nicely to his last recommendation in that you should always test nutrition strategies in training and preferably in isolation and then in combination as I've seen some less than favourable responses to these ergogenics. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can catch a full episode on the Colour Fit podcast and YouTube and I hope to catch you next week.